Bacon Bit. Bacon Bit. Bacon Bit. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Bacon Bit for First Man with your first man of bacon sale. Aw. Because we're going to get rid of some of you. <laughs> uh, no, we went and saw First Man and uh, decided to... Because it was our number one anticipated of the fall slash winter and right. year. Yes. As we talked about in a previous episode. And so I invited myself to go with Kent. <laughs> And we went and saw it. Yeah, we did. And so we're going to talk about the movie. The first little bit's going to be spoiler free. Although, can you really spoil this movie? That's the weird thing about it. I mean, being a historic event, um, there is some news about the movie that there's some controversy a few months ago that we maybe can we can talk that. about yeah, sure. that in yeah. the spoiler section or whatnot. But let's, but can you want to give the summary of First Man? First Man is the story of Neil Armstrong and his voyage to the moon, played by. Played Spoiler by Ryan alert. Gosling. Spoiler alert. Yes. You're saying that we made it to the moon? Oh, well, did we? We landed on the moon! Oh, actually, in the spoilers, <laughs> I'll just spoil it now. Stanley Kubrick shows up. They get a guy to play Stanley Kubrick, and they start <laughs> filming the moon landing. The yep. fake moon landing. That, at the ending, honestly, that was such a twist. It was amazing. Yeah. It was crazy. I actually was... T- <laughs> and then there was a giant, like, pillar, rectangle. Yes. Pillar that falls over. How yeah. my brain works, because, like, someone was asking me... I, I talked to someone about the movie, and then someone else asked me about the movie and uh, at, the, at work. And I was like, yeah, it was good. It was weird that they went all nude the whole time, though. <laughs> but they were just trying to show the vulnerability of the astronauts in this situation. And it's just kind of weird to see a naked guy stand on the moon, though. You're like, aren't you cold? And so <laughs> that's how the conversation goes when I start repeating. You, you, this was a real conversation you had? This was a conversation. I have with coworkers because they were asking how the movie was. And I'd already kind of given my review to someone else. And so I was like, I'm going to spice it up this time. <laughs> Joel's nude, nude reviews, everybody. <laughs> Family friendly? Well, it's your reviews. <laughs> it's a standalone podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I will let's subscribe. Talk about the movie. So this is d- directed by Damien Chazelle, who did La La Land and Whiplash. And Whiplash which I mean, this is his third movie. Yes, he's only his third feature film. Yes, and he those two movies are two of the best movies in the past decade. Two of the best, really. Yes, you throw that out there. I love like top ten of the last decade. Oh, let's not get crazy. Uh, you said best, <laughs> but I will say this: La La Land said was two of the top hundred okay. of the last. Two Hear me out. <laughs> La La Land was my number one for 2016, mm-hmm. and Whiplash was my number four for 2014. You know that off the top of your head? Yep, it's impressive. I, well, it's my OCD. Uh, so yeah, but what get, is that for? David Chazelle is directing, but then you get uh, Ryan Gosling playing the main role, uh, Claire Foy playing the, from the Crown, uh, from the Crown playing his wife. Um, really, that's that's the that's the crux of it. Yeah, you get like Corey um, Stoll plays Buzz Aldrin as well for a Kyle, short time. Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights, he's in there. Dependable Kyle Chandler in and every movie. Ethan Embry randomly. Yeah, if you don't know who Ethan Embry is, he's the main kid in uh, Can't Hardly Wait, and you won't and recognize him. Yeah, and he's uh, also in oh, what other movies? In that thing you do, he's in that yep. movie as well. Who's the always reliable guy that you said? Oh, Kyle Chandler. Who's yeah. that? Uh, Friday Night Lights, uh, the main guy in the TV show Friday Night oh, Lights. Oh, that coach. guy. Yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know him. Yeah. You see him, you'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Super Eight. Yeah, That's I watched Super Eight the other so, day. So yeah, you like yeah. him. And obviously, they're playing Neil Armstrong, the first man to walk on the moon. So yes. that's kind of what the point of the movie is. But here's what I found interesting. Uh, not giving my review yet, but just okay. an interesting point of point of view is that this movie isn't just about the moon landing. It's everything leading up to it, starting in like 1961, and we yeah. landed on the move in 1969. So you see this whole progression Jeez. of technology. It's, it's the danger that he faces, that astronauts face at that time. That was really an uncertain time, and also the family drama that goes into that. Yeah, and all the training you have to do, and how fragile life is, even yeah. when you've studied your whole life for something. Well, and that's this movie made me want, never want to go into space once again. Uh, <laughs> oh, now? Well, because like gravity was like never go out in space, and then this movie was like I still don't want to go. 
because this movie <laughs> shows just how little separates you from certain death yes. in in space travel. Yeah, and, uh, and claustrophobia just, as well. Oh, definite claustrophobia. Like yeah. they, they did a great job of like. And, not showing you and just to tell you jake mm-hmm. uh much like uh like let's say apollo 13 you see the epic scope of the the spacecraft yes. right you see them take off and everything in it it's glorious this movie most of what you see in this movie even the moon spoiler alert takes place inside a tiny shuttle where they can't even move you see it from the window inside yeah. you're inside the shuttle claustrophobic almost the time and the whole thing's like rickety like shaking and you're like we're gonna Ugh. die and i would say for some people being like why do we need to see another astronaut movie why would they make this movie mm-hmm. the the original perspective it get gives is from inside the shuttle well let, let me point this out too i'll start my review okay, yes. because one of the things i thought this movie got right was that neil armstrong isn't the cool hotshot pilot. He isn't the best in his class. He isn't the guy who solves all the problems. He's just the man who's chosen for this mission. And he's just good at, you know, he's good at what he does, but he's not like, you know, the best of the best. Going to save the earth. Woo! Right. <laughs> it's literally just Ryan Gosling. Okay, and here's where the movie, it's not the movie, but I learned something, Kent. Okay. Ryan Gosling plays detached loners very well. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Joel. Just think about his movies. Does he play like, anything I mean, else? Like drive. Uh, Are you saying that the fact that he played the driver played Neil Armstrong in this movie? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. Because every time he's just these detached characters staring off into the distance. That's what he does. Like, really quiet. He is strongest when he's not showing emotion, which is weird to say. But then in this movie, whenever he tries to show emotion, I'm like, ah, we're getting there. But it just felt weird. <laughs> so that that was a little off putting. Okay. Um, so he's an android. He could he very well could be in this movie. Uh, this movie it, it is about the science and the technology behind taking a man to the moon, and but it's also kind of centered around this emotional heart. It's orbiting, if it's, you will, around this emotional heart. Right. It, it has slices of life in every instance. It's like pool parties with the other astronauts and their families. Um, life at home in the kitchen, just sitting there in a quiet dinner, and then slice of life at NASA. Here's what we learn. Here's Vomiting the stuff we go through. In a pod. Exactly. And so it just shows snippets of every little bit over the course of eight years. Eight years building up to the thing. That's yes. cool. So, and okay. Does it feel real? Yes, it does feel real. There's obviously some stylized parts, but like Ken said, you don't get this like glory shot of them walking slow motion across the jetway, you know, to the rocket. Right. You don't get the cool, awesome shot of the entire rocket flying through space. Everything is kind of very limited in scope. And it makes it feel much more realistic, like this is what it would have been like. Hmm. Uh, it is two hours and 20 minutes long. Yes, it is. It does feel Mercy. two hours and 20 minutes long, but there's a lot of story to cram in. Could they have tightened up some of that story? Yes, they could have. Sure. In fact, there's a part. There's some parts at the beginning that I'm like, why are we focusing so much on this? Mm-hmm. But then there was a payoff near the end that I went, okay, that, that kind of justifies the, the journey. Okay. Um, this was a strong movie. This is a well-made movie. This is an emotional movie. There weren't as many, wow, this is a great moment in cinema moments for me. There was one shot in particular that I went, that is impressive. Everything else, it could have been done by anyone else. I don't know if Damon Chazelle, I don't know if his flavor came through in this movie. Okay. Well, he hasn't really focused on the cinema side or the, you know, the cinematography no, and, and, and this these is his other, first other out of, works out of his three movies. This is the first one he's done that he hasn't written. So this is him directing oh, someone else's work. Yeah. Yes. 
but overall, I was impressed. I think it was a solid movie. It's not one that I'm going to be watching continuously. Like I'm like, oh, like Gravity, I want to see again because I was just so thrilled by it. This definitely has some thrilling moments, but it has a lot of slower parts too. Still though, solid movie. I give it four stars out of five. Nice. Wow. It's really quite good. Yeah. It's a solid movie. Like it's it's one that I think people should see because it makes you appreciate yeah. the brave people and the smart people who are able to do something so unimaginable. And, and it's really interesting because everyone should see it because it's a comedy apparently as well. <laughs> so we went and saw this movie. Uh, and by oh, the way, what there are... Just basic slice of life jokes, little vignettes. Yeah, it's it's the humor is very subdued. It's more uh, amusing than humorous. It's like these and, little and, lines. To and kind sometimes of they're just kind of it's just keeping it real. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. there's okay. not even a joke. Someone will be at a funeral, and someone will say, "I've had a day," and then people in the audience will just bust up laughing. And I don't understand why. No. So we had these two people sitting behind <laughs> us, okay. and at one point, I, I didn't talk to Ken almost the entire movie, but I had to leave over at one point and just say. I think the people behind us think that this is supposed to be a comedy. The only two people in the crowd laughing uproariously. And it was appropriate. Like, okay, moments. so for example, there's a moment <laughs> when uh, a guy is sad and he leaves everyone else. Neil Armstrong, he's sad. He leaves everyone else, goes and stands in his backyard. That's basically him the whole movie, though, yes. right? Yes. And then someone else comes up to him and they're like, you got to go in there and be with your family. And he looks at him and he turns around to him and it's this very serious moment. Like, he's, he's dealing with some serious stuff. And he turns to him and he says, does it, do you think that I came out here on the back porch so I could talk to people? Like kind of just giving him a kind of a, they bust a gut at right behind us, right behind us. And they had their shoes off. Did they? (laughs) No, I don't know, but probably, (laughs) but I, I, cause if it was just the one time I was, I'd be like, okay, well they just kind of were caught off guard by that line. But any little sign of somewhat of levity, they would burst up laughing. And they were the only ones in the entire theater who were doing it. And it got to the point where I was physically responding every time they did this, it. This is Joel just shaking his head, rubbing his rubbing his brow. Bro, like, Guys, I'm really sorry. I should probably confess. I sent them to sit behind you. I knew and it. Just, <laughs> just harass you. Yeah, yeah. Jake Spice. It was Jacob the weirdest Spice. thing. Okay, so on to my review. Yes, this is it. not a comedy, by the way. In fact, this movie is rather one note the entire two hours and 20 minutes. It is. There's There's... Some moments of suspense. Yes. But most of the time, you're kind of just riding along in this, okay, we're progressing, things are moving. Uh, Procedural. Ryan, Ryan Gosling, miscast, honestly. Really? It should have been someone that maybe cared a little bit more. I don't know if he just wanted to play detached loner. And I remember, I love Ryan Gosling. And I think he excels at this kind of thing. But he didn't seem ah, to be a, someone to actually care about his success. He, it seemed like they were playing down the heroism of Neil Armstrong in a big way. And I'm not even saying the American heroism. I'm just saying the fact that he was sacrificing all, it seemed like he was like, well, don't care about my family. Are, are we just, oh, I mean, we'll get to spoilers yeah, soon. We'll okay, okay. Spoilers let's just say yeah. this. Okay, so he was miscast. One note. It's pretty long. And there was shaky cam during dialogue. I understand using shaky cam in this movie because it meant to felt very natural in the 1960s. Yeah. But during dialogue, it really kind of annoys me, to yeah. be honest with you. And it's unnecessary here. Okay. They wanted it to feel more grainy, more natural. I get it. I didn't care for it. But this is a well-crafted movie. I have my issues that take this away from being an A movie. So who did you cast? This was meant to be an A movie. Uh, I'd have to think about it. Gyllenhaal, probably. John Hall? Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, maybe. 
Just no, he doesn't really look like the guy. Him. Well, Ryan Gosling and Gyllenhaal, they're on like the same level. <laughs> um, but this is a well-crafted movie. There's some scenes in the beginning. There's some incredible scenes at the end, which really pulled it together for yeah. me when I was like, wow, finally it got to a really good place, but never great. This is a big disappointment for me, which is going to sound crazy when I give it a B plus because <laughs> that's a great grade, but it is not the A. I'm disappointed. B I, plus. I own his other two movies, Chazelle's other movies. I will never own this movie because I don't need to watch it really ever I, again. But I think I think that everyone should see this movie at least yes, once. Watch it once. But definitely you don't need watch to it, it. You don't need to How's it going to do it? with the Oscars? Honestly, this year sucks. It's going to do well. I think Claire Foy could get a nomination. And she should. Hmm. Okay. Spoilers. Okay. Should we do spoilers? Yes. Let's hear a song, Joel. Five. Ah, that's one small spoiler for man. One giant spoiler for mankind. <laughs> <laughs> Had to think about what that line was. Because no, he, he pauses right there. Because the yeah, he actually messed up actually, the line. Well, actually, giant. The G gets cut off. It's like one giant leap for mankind. It was giant, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much to spoil here. I will say the... We landed on the moon. Yeah, right? Spoiler! The emotional (laughs) core in what this movie needed, and this is where I think Ryan Gosling really misstepped, and I think it was only due to flashbacks that gave this movie emotion, is his young daughter passes away at the beginning of the movie. Right at the beginning. It's a true story, and you feel it. He he has two boys that he's like, ah... But his daughter, he <laughs> loves her. She, he cherishes her. Well, and I feel like they, I mean, this is based on a true story. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like they included the daughter's passing away in this movie so that Ryan Gosling could play the detached loner the entire time. And, and maybe not show that was emotion. Hmm. On a, he, honestly, he's like, he, he doesn't show emotion even when he's trying to show emotion. Yes. It's, it's kind of bizarre. Like, I, I'm glad like, you say Miss Cass because I was worried you were going to say he nailed it. No. No, I totally don't think so. In fact, I think, and that's why I think maybe, even though she may not have been the best, I think Claire Foy did a good job because she had to carry the two of them together. She had, well, that, when there were fights, she's the one that had to actually act. Yeah, by the way, two F words in this movie, uh, one of them by her. Yeah. And it was, it's like the movies big, are? No, it's, it's PG 13. Oh. It's the usage yeah. of the F word that makes it R. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, if you're using it a certain way, it's an automatic R for one, but yeah, yeah. If you, you can do two if you're just using it as a. Exclamation. And everyone's nude. So it's not yeah, even hard. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so she to me, and then maybe that's that's why I think she may have not worked. Okay. Was because she had to put so much emotion to everything yes. that it felt melodramatic because he wasn't giving any emotion. So the chemistry between them, them together, I was like, I'm not quite into this. The yeah. story I liked. I liked the progression. I liked seeing how it it, it seems so impossible. Like you listen to them kind of talking about what they have to do. And you get point A to point Z and you're like, how are they going to do and, that? And you see his friends die in terrible accidents. And that's really the spoiler. And he's still kind of like unaffected because that's just part of the no, job. He just, he's just more regressed, more, you know, less talkative. But yeah. Hmm. But I don't it, know if you guys are talking me into seeing this, honestly. But it the, no, sounds like sounds like it's it is honestly it's weird to say because we're we're kind of crapping on, but it's such a well-made movie. Well, because it shows the progression, it shows the journey of how we got to the moon. And then when we finally get to the moon, like I I I, I expected interstellar interstellar level of are we gonna be able to dock this thing or not? Yeah, I wish. And we kind of got that in the middle. Yes. Uh but then at the end when they're getting to the moon, first of all, I didn't know how the mechanics of detaching one part, attaching it to another, 
detaching another part, getting on the moon, having to detach that part, having it back in the thing. Science. That to me all was so... It sounds like, complicated. It was. And I was like, I had no idea. Like you imagine it's like, okay, we're taking this rocket, we're, rocket, we're launching it up, it's landing on the moon, then we're launching it back. And it's like, no, there's so many moving parts here that I didn't know. And it was cool and, to see that. And here's what it does well. This is a true story. You know that Neil Armstrong survives this. There were, there were scenes where I was just filled with tension. Like, is he going to, is he going to make, it? make this? And it wasn't even the initial that, that moon landing. It was stuff that happened before. Where I'm like, this is dangerous. What is he doing right now? I'm scared for him. Yeah. And so you, and that's what the movie does. Well, it puts you in that realm, in that time to really watch this journey happen. Well, in the one part, and once again, we're in the spoiler section, but the one part, one shot that I went, that is impressive because the whole time you're in this claustrophobic uh, I mean, the classrooms and stuff like that. But then when you actually get in the shuttle, you're in this claustrophobic cockpit the whole time. And then they're they're trying to get out and go and walk on the moon. And he gets out. And when he takes that first step on the moon, the camera swings down and just shows you the the point of view of standing on the moon and just seeing the vastness of space. And it was one of those moments that takes your breath away. Like, oh, that is amazing. And even it makes you feel because he's standing on the platform for a while and not walking on the moon yet. Because you realize you have no idea. Yes. Like you could be stepping could just in quicksand. Yeah. And, but <laughs> it could here's be Yellowstone, thing. like a thin crust. It puts you right in his shoes. It puts you into his hesitant his space boots. boots. <laughs> uh, and, and almost like he knows. Space pants. He knows he's about to do something no one else has done. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is a big deal. It is. And it makes you, it, it really does kind of land that home of the gravity of how big of a deal this really was. And it made me, one of the reasons I loved it is because it brought so many questions to my mind. Just like, well, what phase was the moon in when they went on there? What was the temperature? You know, how many people have actually yeah. walked on the moon? Like my brain started really kind of focusing in on the accomplishments and what it would be like to be on the planet. Yes. And then they bring home an emotional note, which I didn't expect and I really appreciated at the end. Yeah. Because he actually ends up bringing a piece of jewelry of his daughters on the moon and lets it go into one of the craters. And like puts, lets her be part of the moon. And I actually started getting emotional at that part. Like, I mean, that's the moment. Wow. Yeah. That was really well done because the whole time you're watching the daughter stuff, it's like, is that based off anything? I'm not uh, sure. Actually, they say they don't know if he did or not. It's like literary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, they <laughs> left much, a lot yeah. of junk up there. Oh, and there's, there's also. Don't the, call the American flag junk, Joel. Well, there was a lot of controversy. Yes, there they, was. They, ta- they talked about how in an interview, uh, they said that they didn't include the planting of the American flag. Because they didn't want to focus on that. People were like, what? You didn't include America? America, it's all about America. Which I understand. Like, even Buzz Aldrin, who was there on yes. the moon, said, uh, I love my country and posted pictures of him by the American flag on the moon. And so I didn't expect to see the American flag, but it's 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 in the movie prominently. Like it's They, they show people raising it at one point. It's on the patches. And then they show it on the moon planted. It, it's there, but here's the thing. The focus is not on America's achievement against Russia. The focus is on... Hey, uh, here's a family life and here's what NASA is trying to do. And, and they kind of downplay any sort of heroics. And I actually uh, read up on it. And apparently there were a lot of issues trying to get that flag up and working. And so it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this grand moment. Michael Bay kind of stabbing like the ground. Iwo Jima, like pushing it up. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like that at all. Apparently there were some issues with the pole and everything. And so they choosing not to include, it, I think, may have been a smart decision because yeah. they could have Hollywoodized it. But it wouldn't have been true. Okay. But I still, I felt like it was, I felt like it was an American accomplishment against Russia because you had that race, the space race, where right. it's like Russia did this before we did. And they're like, ah. So they cover Russia as well? They're yeah. Just a little okay. bit. Little yeah, so it's like just kind of, they're trying, they obviously trying to beat Russia. And then Russia beats us at a couple of things and it gets frustrating. But then we get to the moon first. USA. Yeah. USA. But like you said, Joel, this is a movie that makes you want to hug your kids. Oh, yes. 
I so, wanted I wanted to hug my children when this was over. Just yeah. you, you realize just, you know, once again, the bravery of these of these people who went into space. And this is the weird part, too, is that I just thought to myself, we got some dust from the moon. Cool. Yeah. But they almost died so many times. What do we get out of this? Well, they, they talk about that in the movie, though. And they do. Yes. So they kind of and they even talk about how. It's not as much as the rocks on the moon as it is the technology that we created and advanced that helped our society. NASA created all these amazing things that helped, you know, life here on Earth. And just to get Isn't to the, the moon, microwave from that? I believe there's a lot of different things they, yeah, they can probably. to NASA. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes. Let's say that. <laughs> but Thank yeah, this is good. a good fall release. You will hear a little bit more about it around the Oscars. It's not going to sweep everything like I expected it to. It's not going to be my number one movie of the year like I wanted it to be either. It's it, really it, disappointing. It probably is the one of the better ones of the fall winter, though, that I've seen. Oh, yeah. Because it's there's not, not much. It's not much. October seems like a strange release for this, honestly. I just thought they'd do well, uh, November. Well, won't. was Jacob, the same thing. It's because of October Sky. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> What about November rain? Uh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with Axl it's, Rose. The month after the other one. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I think Claire Foy will get an Academy Award nomination because she is angry and cries in a scene. And that's what they, that's what they look for in Oscar season. <laughs> and she uses an American accent. I she's mean, an, she has an American accent. Yeah. yeah. She's not glammed up. She's kind of ragged during a lot of the movie because yeah. her husband keeps risking his life and ditching her and the kids. Right. Um, there's some good, there's some good performances in here, but yeah, overall good movie. Okay. So good we've movie. got Joel, you gave it a four, four out of five, which is on a grade rating. What? Like a, I don't convert anymore. Like you know B. that Jacob, you don't do it anymore. He's no. getting stubborn because okay. we talked about how our it's ratings like a are B. different. It's so. a B. Okay. Yeah. And I give it a B plus, but which is how many stars it's a B plus. <laughs> You know, like if you went to school and got a B plus, mm-hmm. which is good. It's a really good grade. No, like grades are like the standard. You have to we convert. We had a whole episode it's about a, this. It's a conversion up. thing. We had a All right, everyone. <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's Bacon Bit. reviews everybody <laughs> family friendly well it's your reviews <laughs> it's a standalone podcast <laughs> <laughs>